Tim Dooner here with Chad Brevos. We are in the hot yoga studio of sound right here. Chattanooga, it's fall, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it inside these walls. It's great to be here with you. So many things happening here at the very end of the week. What are we doing here on a Friday? Well, I don't know, but when I woke up this morning, the first thing I saw was that police are searching for a man who stole, get this, an entire roller coaster. From uh, an Ohio fairgrounds, Chad, what is the uh, largest thing you've ever absconded with? Wait, wait <laughs> stole a roller coaster. He, he stole a roller coaster. He put, he, they put it on it... a trailer and just started driving. Talking about freight all kinds, this guy well, stole you're an amusement me, park. You're putting me on the spot. I mean, once I think I stole like a pack of wacky packages back yeah. when I was eight. What is a wacky package? <laughs> you don't remember those? No. Oh, those <laughs> were great. They were they were like pre-garbage pail kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were That'll really cool. my time, maybe. But yeah, so it's not nearly as epic. Yeah, as, it's kind as of small. An entire roller coaster. Like, yeah, I can't think of stealing much larger things. Can you? Well, I don't know. I stole like I, some, I stole some <laughs> banaca from like a uh, and some baseball cards. I think from like a Walgreens right. when I was ten, and then I got busted. That's and, even. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that's a minor. That's, here we are. That was a minor. But yeah, well, hey, you know what? We got a big announcement to make. You came back from lunch with even yeah. more information about it. But oh yeah. But 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 but. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to steal your thunder. Can't. Oh. Put the cowboy hat out of the mothballs just yet, Giddy because up. we're going back to Texas, brother, right? Wow. We're, uh, Perfect for you and your big yeah. old cowboy hat. Where are we going? We're going September 16th and 17th. We're going to Houston to the Trimble Insight Conference. Insight. I think we're broadcasting in the, uh, yeah. we're broadcasting live, so if you're tuned in here, you'll be able to hear it, or if you're listening on it's the gonna radio It's going to be great. Broadcast. Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Back. Good times. I've never been to Houston. I, I The only time I've really seen it is in like Superman 2 and movies. Houston. <laughs> Great film. Well, you've been missing out on the fourth largest city in the United States of America, man. Yeah, I had a girlfriend from there. Um, I've seen the fish from Galveston, like just like the fl- fish from the, Galveston. Yeah, the the fish on Galveston Bay. They're 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 like flying fish. They oh. they're they're shiny and silver, and they jump. They leap out of the waves. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of fish, I was watching the hurricane coverage, and there was a. Uh, there, do you know there's a thing called a walking catfish? Y- yes, okay. yes. It's a strange like yes. species of none or partial very evolution. Determined. It's sort of like, oh, okay, that's how it all happened very or something. Determined. I don't know. Very determined catfish. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a little too hot in there. We're retreating Ooh. back to, you know, yeah. like, hey, Let's I'm... Anyway. Back in okay. the zone. Are you already packed for the uh, the conference? Yeah. Oh, I get way ahead of things. Yeah. 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 Wow. All Just right. Like, you know, it's data-driven. <laughs> I know how to respond. Data-driven. I told you about the fast food restaurant I want to start, right? Uh, steak and shake? No, like a predictive, oh, like freight no. waves fast food. Is no, like a I don't think you have. It's predictive fast. It knows what you want to order before you even get there. <laughs> We're <laughs> automating all of the processes. That's the aspiration behind all of this. Just laziness. Just know before they even ask. Before you even ask. But first, Dooner, we got to pay the bills. This episode of What the Truck is brought to you by Truckstop.com, the world's most trusted load board. Want to find the best carriers at the best rates? See market data, build relationships, and grow your business with truckstop.com. Visit truckstop.com today for more information. Ooh, hey, so people were very concerned about this, right? We talk about the trade war, we talk about tariffs. Well, you know what Target said? They no. told their suppliers to eat it. <laughs> they said eat the uh, eat tariff related costs. That's true. Well, I'm I think that you know off the top of my head, I might appreciate that more than them telling that to their consumer customers. Well, true, but so retail giant Target Corp has sent an Emily Blunt message to its suppliers. 
Don't think of passing on higher tariff-related costs. Us in a letter to suppliers, the company said it will not think about it. Well, yeah, they sent out a letter. They really did, and this is what it says. It says they will not accept any new cost increases related to tariffs on goods imported from China. This is from Mark Triton, tariffs executive vice president and chief merchandising officer. He said the company expects suppliers to develop appropriate contingency plans so it doesn't have to pass on price increases to its. Consumers, so they're like, go find a new factory. Go find new suppliers. Go source from a new place. Well, Triton or Triton, uh, however we pronounce the last name, uh, told the suppliers that Target has so far minimized the impact of higher tariffs with, quote, your cooperation, Hmm. hard work, and partnership, and that it appreciates the work we've done together. The importance of Triton's letter, which was dated August 27th, not that long ago, was first reported by Oregon Public Broadcasting earlier this week, and the letter's disclosure comes just days after the effective date of a tariff increase to 15% from the 10 on a percentage of $300 billion in Chinese imports. The increases on the remaining amount go into effect December 15th. I think we've been hearing about some of the, the pain yeah. that manufacturing has been going. The, the, the reports today has been pretty flat. It's tough business to be a shipper, a, a BCO, and a supplier. I've seen a lot yeah. of them just, t- just slither. I imagine they're slamming scotch glasses on the ground, just smashing them. Being, being <laughs> I mean, it's what? tough. They get squeezed by Amazon. They get what? squeezed by oh, Walmart. And now they're getting yeah. squeezed by... Target's like, well, we don't care about your problem with the cost. We still expect our goods at the same exact price. As a consumer, I'm glad they're looking out for me, but I do feel for the like, shippers trying to make money out there. Well, and I feel like it might be coming my way as a consumer if yes, some so. things don't yeah. get figured out. Yeah. Uh, so there was a record one, 148 million heroin bust made at a UK port. We all saw the pictures of, dollar, of them right? all like... $140 million. Uh, what did I say? 148 million heroin. Oh, sorry. I forgot the dollar <laughs> yes, part. Yes, not a female um, hero. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't in euros. Um, that's our estimate in, in, in actual dollars. Does container shipping have a drug problem? Well, for intervention. not anymore. Uh, after a string of bust in the U.S. in recent months, attention is now switched to the U.K. where authorities have seized... A whole bunch of kilograms. We're going to estimate it at 1,300 of heroin. The street value in euros is Mm. actually 130 million euros. Mm -hmm. The drugs were found August 30th by officers from Border Force and the NCA, National Crime Agency, in a container stowed by the Maersk Gibraltar at the port of Felixstowe. Yeah. Have you ever been to Felixstowe? No, I haven't. But um, Jenny Sharpass, she's a Border Force Assistant Director at Felixstowe, and she said the smugglers had hidden the drugs within a covered load of towels, stitching the one-kilogram blocks of heroin inside some of the towels. In total, it took her officers nearly six hours working in the early hours of Sunday yeah. morning to remove all the drugs. There was that much heroin. There was uh, more heroin than uh, Kurt Cobain's casket. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> too rest soon. in peace. Too soon. I'm rest a huge Nirvana peace, fan. Kurt, I'm a huge Nirvana Kurt Cobain. But, so, Un- after the heroin yeah. was seized, police returned the container to the vessel, which then continued to Antwerp, docked in the Belgian port city on September 1st, and was kept under surveillance. This is funny. It was kept under surveillance by the Dutch and Belgian law enforcement because they were setting them up. They're setting up the bad guys. <laughs> they were, I'm serious. Like, they were. They, they, they oh, set up a sting. So when the guys were unloading they, it, they, they were like, surprise. That's bad news in your pinata. Yeah, and they, and I, I saw the picture of it, and it, like I, I was like, well, if I count down and and count across and multiply, yeah. that was a lot of packages. Wow! If you watched last episode, I've also learned uh, in terms of uh, drug prices and street values that heroin costs a lot more money than meth. Remember that no, that fifty I, pounds of meth was just it was yeah like, yeah like a yes 
Just like, like dust a drop in the, in the, wind. the drug can or whatever. White dust in the wind. Here's one for you. Washington Supreme Court upholds wage averaging in the trucking industry. The Washington State Supreme Court issued a decision September 5th stating that trucking companies are not obligated to pay drivers separately for non-peace rate activities. In the case of Samson versus Knight Transportation, the court rejected the plaintiff's argument that the Washington minimum wage law requires employees to pay separate for time spent on non-peace rate activities, which the plaintiffs had argued were any non-driving activities. So not driving, they're trying not to pay them. And Adam Smedstead, a partner with the transportation law firm Scopolitis, Garvin Light, Hanson, and Fury, said that the Washington State Supreme Court decided that, look, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as the pay you receive for the hours you work is equivalent to at least the Washington minimum wage. That practice is known as wage averaging. What the court said, explained Smedstead, is if an employer pays $50 based on an average uh, on a mileage piece rate, the employer is titled to credit that $50 to all work the employee performed, whether it was driving or not. Sounds practical enough to me. Yeah, and just to go a little deeper on that, he says that you take the total number of wages for work for a work week divided by the total number of hours, and if the resulting figure is at least minimum wage, then you've complied with Washington law. So what was happening is these guys were working extra hours. They weren't getting the pay. They were trying to cut into their wages, saying, you know, there yep. was rest time, it was food, whatever it may be. It may have been indoor deliveries. Who knows? But either yeah. way, now they're in they're compliance minor with exce- the law. Yeah, those yeah. are minor exceptions. Well, I think Zach Strickland's going to come in soon. We're going to be talking about why 2019 has been you know, the darkest timeline for trucking operators. These are some come words from his posts. In recent weeks, there's been a lot of dispute in the media over Twitter about the state of the trucking market. He's described the market as getting bloody earlier this week, while others have talked about how strong the trucking business is. Recently, we developed a view that the market was about to take a turn for the better based on volume data we've seen in the market. A lot of stuff in here about operating ratios, stuff that's above my pay grade. That's why we're going to (laughs) spend five good minutes with you. Five down to five. Five good minutes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Abbreviated uh, bumper. I love it. Hey, so real quick. So let me like, you know, sometimes I get a lot of things right, but I get I get things wrong from time to time. And I don't mind people pointing them out. I'm going to point it out on myself where Chad was wrong last week in the big deal, little deal. Mm-hmm. I was talking about I, I think I argued that just because there Wait, where were you were wrong. This could be a whole show. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to own it. No, uh, no, I was. um. I argue that it wasn't necessarily the worst, by any means, the worst freight uh, or the worst closures, amount of closures in a given year, because uh, I knew that 1991, 92 was really bad. And I knew of a couple of others, but I didn't know the context, Zach. And this article amongst you give a data driven argument and you're talking about why this is a singularly a actual Pretty bad year. Give it. What's up? So you, you weren't wrong. I mean, 90, <laughs> oh, I weren't wrong. Yeah, you weren't wrong. They, I weren't. They, the, no, I wasn't. Right. You, that was, you wasn't? Me, I wasn't. Amped. Weren't. It's me. Why is an amped a contraction? Like am not? Like amped. Amped? Yeah. <laughs> I amped. I think wind. Wind. Yeah. Why we not? We had that debate this why morning. Why not should be. But yeah. th- thanks no, for. I'll digress. So <laughs> you weren't wrong okay. in the way that you were talking about how, yes, there have been worse years. Of closures. Of closures Thank and you. other okay. things like that. Because Fair they enough. were recession years. They were economically driven bad years. Not that this one isn't, but we are not technically in an economic recession yeah. on the macro level. Uh, we right. are, we are, you know, it looks like there's a lot of indications that we may enter one in the future, whatnot. Opinions aside, doesn't matter. They threaten that a lot, though, right? I yeah. mean, 
But, mean, we're still three percent unemployment or whatever. Everybody, it may be. everybody loves bad news for some reason. That's yeah. what they watch. That's what they click on, yeah. etc. But that's not the point. Like the the whole idea here is that we are actually seeing the early warning signs of a freight recession. Like, well, the freight in terms of demand growth was down year over year for at least two quarters this year. Uh, we right. saw that and in our data. That's what we called the freight recession, freight recession. which so, we named in 2016 as well, when there was also was not a broad yeah. economic recession. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We got close, but we kind of touched the surface and then took back off. Yeah. 2017, everything, economic boom happened, everything. Uh, but this year, we've seen a lot of decline in demand, which is volume. That's shippers, you know, orders coming through, freight trucks moving uh, through the system, a lot more activity uh, in 2018. Yeah. This year, it's down. And that's. Hmm. We're comparing it to a super overheated year, of course, which need, it has to be said. Um, but this is what a recession is. It doesn't matter if the year before was super overheated yeah. and there was a lot of activity or not. You are seeing contraction in the market. That is the definition of a recession. Back yeah. to back. And well, a lot we of- just saw the new series of tariffs come in. They started September 1st. So, yeah. And some of the reports we were reading said that like, we're almost in clear skies, but then it's like, the hammer of the trade war is like no, yeah, right. It's like the tweeter hammer. But I, I think I think the real crux of what we're seeing in the freight market right now has it does have something to do with the tariffs, but it, it's really not a lot. Okay. A lot of it has to do with the fact that we did a lot of things in 2018, 2017, 2018 that really stimulated the economy That's to right. a point that. It's not sustainable. One of the things that at the end of 2017 that I think I've heard you allude to before were the two back-to-back hurricanes. Hurricanes. That, yeah. yeah. That, Dude, that led it, to some heat. And some the ELD. The heat. Well, it caused a lot of contraction, right? And the, market, the ELD, spot of course. Rates go way yes, up. yes. Dude, and, and that's the thing. There's the supply side of the demand equation. And this year, with all the uh, overheated activity, increased rates, you know, we saw contract rates increase 6 to 10% on average. And then all of a sudden, people have all this excess cash on hand. They buy trucks. Oh, they yeah. go out and they say, I can do better. Well, guess what? That demand is not sustainable. The hurricanes didn't happen in 2018. Yeah. Uh, they happened in 2017. All the recovery efforts, they're still recovering from Irma and Harvey, by the way. There's still ongoing efforts there, wow. but they're not to the extent. But also, we had a tax benefit. We had some stimulus oh, yeah. packages a third, go through. A third thing. So people were buying more capital expenditures. So the businesses that go out there and say, I'm going to expand my operation, they're yeah. going to expand their, you know, they're buying buildings, building things, construction goes up. They're, they can't do that every single year. I don't want to get us too off topic here, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like in hindsight, it, it is so 2020 now that we've really processed it. And I, I, I almost like, are you going to learn from that experience? Like, or like, we began to think it was the new normal. Remember that? We did in For August months. last year. But mm-hmm. there, there were obviously these singular events. You know what? Looking back, hindsight, yeah. July was the beginning of the fall last year. So we just had a really hot August in terms of volume. Yeah. Uh, you know, the volume this was really year. good. Yeah. But people didn't see that in the spot rates. And it's because the supply side of the equation is has built up so much year over year. That's the part that you can't really see that clearly. Zach, okay. we tend to be a little trucking biased just because of the focal point. Sure. But aren't these depressed rates good for shippers? They're great for shippers yeah. overall, but the, uh, in terms of volume declines, yeah. that's a bad sign for them as well because that sure. means that people aren't ordering their stuff. Now, in August, we're seeing that you know they obviously have something, but we don't know exactly how much of that volume is driven by these tariff concerns. Yeah, uh, you know, A lot of this stuff has been pulled forward. The average length of haul has come down a couple of percentage points, so that means that carriers or the, uh, the shippers are basically repositioning their freight along the coastlines, a lot of, uh, you know, they import it, then they move it to a warehouse. That doesn't mean that people are buying it. Yeah. It just means that they're getting ready for people to buy it. 
What was, I mean, I know you have a lot of data in this fantastic article that you wrote. Um, without getting into the weeds, maybe what was one of the biggest overall observations that you made from the data that you saw in your article that has had so many viewers? A lot of operation like, talk, OR ratio. Yeah. Right. I mean, operation. I explained an operation ratio. So, okay. I mean, what happens when you're, when revenue is prevalent is that there's, you know, you kind of get wasteful. You get reckless. You start spending on things okay. you wouldn't normally spend on. Uh, you would, you know, you're not as tight. You know, say your operators out in the field are a little bit looser, but they have, can afford it. They've got extra margins on their loads. So they're not necessarily being con overly concerned about, you know, how many left turns did I make today? Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> like UPS, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. So, I so know. they're, they're going to give a little bit more leeway in those times, whereas now they're going to be like, well, we have to be super efficient because – we can't gain market share, so we're going to have to go out there and make sure that what we do operate needs to be as tight as possible. Nice. Yeah. Well, well, his article was, Why 2019 yes. has been the worst year for trucking operators. You can see Zach on YouTube on FreightWaves now. I believe he's going to be on Off the Supply Chain if you haven't already. But when you go to YouTube, yeah. you watch either of those. Don't just follow freight waves. You also have to smash that bell. You get a notification every time we uh, Don't you we know that by video. now? Yes. Yeah, man. Hey, congratulations on that article. It's really uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like 52,000 or whatever next to the fire. Biggest, biggest thing I've ever done. I know. Nice. Yeah. Usually you write those genre. It's weird too, right? Isn't content weird? Because a lot of times it just, it's just chance yeah. what gets picked up. You know, up. It, it, it is nice to see though, especially when you can kind of resonate. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, out now that I've kind of removed myself from this space. Yeah. I still have that connection with everybody out there. That's great. Nice. <laughs> All right. I'm Keep your connection, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Don't lose it, man. Stay in touch. All right. Over and out. Houston. We, we have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. Houston, do we have a Nick Austin? We is have a Nick Austin sighting. Houston, no longer a problem. It's okay, Houston. Marketing expert trivia. Marketing expert trivia. Marketing expert trivia. Now we have another game. Yeah. Market expert, you play. Market expert, trivia. Here he is. All right, so Nick, you know the rules. No, you don't. You don't. Know I know. It. Here, let me lay this out. <laughs> you but you're gonna tell me. Right we one day we'll get uh, extra buzzers, but right now, for now, we everything goes off my little soundboard over here. And okay, that's so game it's show very buzzer. Competitive. So you got to wait until the questions done because this is for the audience right, also. Like we want to give them a chance. So right. keep your palm on the table. Chad okay. will read a question. Keep your paws to yourself. When he finishes, you can buzz in at any time. And how do I buzz in? You hit the thing with the game show buzzer. like <laughs> That that one competitive buzzer. Sounds like right that. There. Go ahead and press it. It doesn't yep. make anything happen. Really. There you go. Yep. Cool. Okay. All right. okay. All right. We've got All it. Right. All right, guys. I've got six questions for you. Okay. All right. And uh, this is hurricane trivia yeah. and no multiple choice. Has there ever I been a hurricane trivia? <laughs> Uh, hurricanes are not trivial events. Yes. No. Let's put it no. that way. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, hurricane trivia, not multiple choice, people. Okay. Fill in okay. the blanks. Right. Didn't you hate it when you're middle school? Fill in the blanks. Teacher made it <laughs> fill in the blanks. All right. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I would say. The game changes. Okay. <laughs> I just know how advanced you guys are. Okay. Okay. What was the first year someone flew into a hurricane? 1943. What? What? You just know this off the? Okay, to make sure you I had to do. This. That's I had, impressive. I had to do hurricane coverage on Sirius XM's Freightways Radio. In the middle last of week? what? In okay. the middle of what? 1943 in the middle of <laughs> World War II. Well, of okay. All right, we'll give him the point. Yes. All, right. All, right. All right. Now, what happened to them afterwards? Did they die? Watch Did the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> where? That's a tornado. Yeah, of course. A tornado. Where does the word hurricane come from? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is the Tiano word meaning the the evil spirit of the wind. It's the Native American word te teon te the evil spirit of the wind. Yeah, it does. Her hurricane hurricane meaning evil spirit of. But it's the also wind. a Tiano word if you look it up. T- it's true. It's more than I knew about it. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Uh, man, you've done your studying of hurricane things. Yes. Okay. For two, two to nothing, the not too late. This is out of six. He's only 33% of the way there. Okay. Okay. A tropical storm is classified as a hurricane once winds go up to how many miles per hour or higher? Ah, I thought he was done reading. Meteorologist. You, I rang in early. I'm sorry. You, you go, rang go, in. Go you're for fine. It. You're close enough. 74 miles That's per hour. That's correct. Yes. Ding, yes. ding, ding, Very ding, good. Ding. Actually, right. if you didn't know that one, I was getting concerned. Either yes. that or you might have been a little All slow right. on two the one. <laughs> two to one. Two to one. Two to one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's not over yet. Nick Austin coming in strong. Hurricanes are the only weather disasters that have been given what? Names. That's right. Woo-hoo! Their own names. Oh, that was a good one. Yes. All right, three to one. He's going to rally back. You got to get two yeah. in a row here. Okay, here okay. we go. The most violent winds and heavy rains take place in what part of the hurricane? <laughs> the eye wall. That's right. Yes, you're right I bet you're you right, didn't know that right, out there. Right. Did you know that? All right, so what is the eye Well, because some people do think the eye For is like the safe credit. spot. You used to be like, oh, go to the eye. It's a safe spot. Well, you get murdered going there because the eye wall's there, right? <laughs> I used to say that. <laughs> you used to well, like, yeah. You just don't... drop me into the middle and I'll be fine. Yeah. You don't you don't want to hit the wall. Yeah. Right inside the eye is calm. You just don't yeah. want to hit the wall. Never hit a wall. Isn't that a metaphor for, for running back? Don't run into walls. Running back, too, right? Running back. Exactly. Like you may think. Anyway, uh, very nice, dude. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, three to two, ladies All right. and gentlemen. All right. All right. How do most people die from hurricanes? I got it first. I touched uh, that I first. I touched to... that first. It's in the water. It's in the flood water. Storm surge, yeah. The storm Flooding. surge, flood water. I get, that's a tie on that one, I think. Killed by the towering walls of the storm surge. water no, that comes in. Flooding and everything. We'll give that to you on a judgment <laughs> well, call. Do you, have, do you have just a tiebreaker? We'll give fun? it to Did you. you. I didn't make a tiebreaker oh, this you had time. You didn't even number. <laughs> I know. That's my uh, fault. Well, here's Never the thing. Nevertheless. This wasn't a game of knowledge because I think Nick would have had all these answers. This is a game of finger speed, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like Jeopardy. You know, I got to be fast on the trigger. With the signaling yeah. button, yeah. But well, more that, seriously, I mean, yeah. th- this is good to get. I mean, it's hurricane season. We want to get the knowledge out, and hopefully, we could tell some people how to be safe and how hurricanes work. But it, what's going on with Hurricane Dorian? It's like it's the slowest moving hurricane well, in history. However, that can be one of the worst things about it, right? Because oh, absolutely, that creates a ton of flooding. Yeah, like that overachiever hurricane. Yeah, 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 yeah. going yep. slow and the flooding, and and, and I, I also, I, could you also talk to? Like just this year, it was an El Nino year. Is that bad or good for hurricanes, or you just don't know? Well, it was an El Nino year, but the El Nino, El Ninos usually kind of suppress hurricane activity. Oh, okay, okay, but the El Nino has gone away, and it went away just in time for the peak part of the hurricane season, which is right around this time of the year. Delicious. So. Interesting. Okay. Yes. What about the okay. storm, though? Yeah, one minute yeah. left. What yeah. about, it what just made landfall, I believe. It made landfall this morning at Cape yeah. Hatteras, okay. and yeah. it's already moving uh, offshore. There's still a lot of heavy rain and, and wind on the the coast from North Carolina, like up to the you know what else, to, around you know, Delaware. Another, but... In 2018, there was a really like was it Florence? Stop living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the right now. You're living right? in the right. past, man. Florence really buried the Virginia area. North Carolina, like, yeah, North Carolina. yeah, 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 because it's it stayed I'm right sorry. over for three days. I'm all over the. But place. Uh, this one's already moving out to sea. Um, 
some parts of you know you know like Nantucket and Cape oh, Cod yeah. up in those yeah. now they'll probably get some like tropical storm conditions tonight and then it moves up into Canada. So the okay. US is almost done with Dorian. That's the good news. Okay. As wow. far as the storm itself. The bad news was up to I, I clean up. at least 30 deaths over in the Bahamas, right? That, yeah, situation. about 30. Yeah. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds missing. We are not making just, light of that. We will be covering devastation down there. Humanitarian and logistics operations. We looked at all those spaghetti charts, there. and there was there was none that just showed like a big circle around just the no. Bahamas. No, yeah, none of the models satellite footage that. on Bloomberg TikTok this morning, and like where there were buildings, there are none now. I mean, typically when a hurricane does move over land, even if it's just an island, it, it yeah. does slow it down because of friction. But yeah. it usually doesn't stay over an area for a day or a day and a half like that. Yeah. I know. An, an island. That that, is that's unusual. Really brutal. So, we will be well, covering that. Nick, the guests are lining up, though. So okay. we do Thank have to you, say Nick. have a nice weekend. You too. Let the storm feeling surge under, out of here. He's here and, feeling uh, under the weather. <laughs> for the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. A little, no he's a little intended. under yeah. the weather. Here he is. Thank you, Nick Austin. Thank Happy you, guys. Friday, everybody. Great weather on Twitter. Take it easy. We're going to test him on some uh, 1980s That's rock and roll Anthony Smith straight out of Boston. Give me knuckles. Please be oh, Chad God. in this game. Burnings <laughs> Yeah, good luck. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Earnings over under. We got a nice cross-section of questions today, a bunch of different companies and a bunch of different verticals. So let's start out. So according to NASDAQ, okay. Navistar International Corp. We're going to start with you, Anthony. Okay. Formerly known as International Harvester Company. It's an American holding company that owns the manufacturing international brand commercial trucks, school buses, uh, workhorse brand chassis for motorhomes. Oh. You familiar with this company? Yes. They're big. They they, yes. they control. So this company is also a provider of truck diesel engine parts. So a lot of spread over that. Their earnings per share dollar twelve over under. Over. All right. Well, he seems very confident about he that. Just went right in. And if I was going to be a betting man, and I really cared about playing the game, I do care about playing the game. Okay. I'm going to say <laughs> over as well. Okay. Well, you guys are both right. Yeah. Yes. I knew it. The figure marks a roughly 17% rise from the third quarter of uh, 2018. So, you know, we heard a lot of truck used truck sales not selling well. Very but perspicacious yeah. of you. The year-over-year improvement. <laughs> well, they said uh, the year-over-year improvement was driven by strong volume gains in Class 6 to 8 Ooh. trucks and buses in the United States and Canada, the company's core markets. Very good. Okay. Very interesting, good. right? Hey. Because we hear about the used truck market being right, right. very depressed. Exactly. But I guess yeah. the new truck market, people still still buying in. Right. Well, I would have been depressed if I had missed that one. All right. Ooh. Okay. Scarte Systems. Familiar with the philosopher? Descartes? <laughs> yeah. Rene? De- Descartes? Descartes? Yeah. I like to call it Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it Descartes, but no, Descartes? He, yeah. Descartes? You yeah, say Descartes? first philosopher, right? Yeah, he was the first. He yeah. brought together the worlds of algebra and geometry. Well, both sides of the brain. Yes. Oh, no, well, that's one side. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> It's a Canadian multinational <laughs> technology company specializing in logistics software, supply chain management, cloud-based services for logistics sector, earnings mm. per share, nine cents, Chad. <laughs> How long is my shot clock? Um, <laughs> over. Oh, you made it. Oh, okay. Thank you. I made it. So I said you got over. it in time. So you got an answer in time. What are you saying? Over, under, I wasn't saying he was wrong with that buzzer. Descartes. Descartes? <laughs> Rene Descartes. I'm going to go with over. Descartes. 
You're, all right, you are both correct. They wow, beat. it's still a tie. They've also they've beat estimates three times over the last four quarters. Okay, yeah, they're incredible. Consistency. All right, so macro. The bane of the workplace existence, Slack. <laughs> the workplace communication tool. No, I love Slack. It's, it's, it's good. No, I love it. I love it. Slack me. Slack it to me. No, it's like a, it's like a chance card at Monopoly, right? You get the little red dot. You never know if it's gonna be a good Slack or a bad Slack. <laughs> That's funny. That's true. <laughs> what channels? What sale on cha- uh, Slack? Yeah, yeah. which channel? channel? It all depends is... on which channel it Community comes from. Community chest oh. or chest? Yeah. 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 I like the, the Dorian channel. is very interesting. There's a lot of Hurricane mm-hmm. pictures in there. and uh, Critical events. A, a good yeah. crew of people following that. Like Jim Allen. Right. right? So nevertheless, he's, he's delayed. Yes. Just, yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Negative 18 cents. Earnings per share. Oh, yeah. They didn't do too hot. Uh, I'm going to go with. Did they lose more or less? Than 18 cents. Hmm. Less. Okay. I'm hoping less. Going more! <laughs> yes! Wait, I thought it was 21. <laughs> I think it was 21. 14 cents. I think it's 21 by news. now. Oh. I think it's 21 by now. Is it replay? Despite Is a... the good news, Slack oh. shares were down based on guidance and concerns about competition from Microsoft's right. teams. Microsoft 360, I accept right? that, but I Microsoft think... That's JBL. Or Jamie on Jamie on 360. <laughs> no, Microsoft has Teams, right? Yeah, I thought they had like Microsoft 360. Oh, is that part of their like whole that? suite? I think so. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, we don't really. Yeah. Competition. yeah. Yeah. I'm in like the Slack G suite kind of mm-hmm. thing. I've been in that right. mode for a while. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. One to nothing. Anthony Smith. Campbell Soup Company. Ooh. Yeah, you like a little soup? Andy Warhol so famously turn? painted a can is of tomato soup. 41 cents earnings per share. Uh... Whose turn is it? Let's see. You went. He went first. Then you went. Then he went. Then you went. It's your turn. Okay. All right. All right. Campbell's. Yes. Uh, yes. Made famous by Andy Warhol, ultimately. Right. Yeah. Um. In the mouths of millions of Americans. Did they what? What is my What is my question? Forty-one cents. Uh, can you spell that? Forty-one no, cents. Earning origin. Can you put? Give me the word of origin. <laughs> yeah. Um. Three. Over. 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 Oh, watch the point. Oh, the point. Really yeah. competitive oh. hardball here. 42 cents. Big win for the broth peddler because That's soup sales it. had been soft. He is yeah. a, d- a defensive end. The soup, the division one a team. He's a competitive dude. The soup sale thing. Okay. His turn. Consumers were uh, shifting away from processed stews, but uh, Campbell still making a buck. Still okay. some confidence there. So over. Solid. All right, boys and girls, the Dollar Tree. 70 cents over under. 70 cents. Yeah. Uh, hmm. 70 cents. That's a lot. What do yeah. you think? Mm. Under? Okay. Over! Oh. Yeah! I died! It was 76 Woo, Do you have a tiebreaker? Uh, do you have a tiebreaker? Uh, well, here. Okay. Oh! Whoever comes closest. Whoever, no, whoever. He have a I do, I do. So, But he didn't know he right. would tie on a couple. Fair enough. All right. A year ago. This is down. So they're they're down from where they were at a year ago. Whoever gets closest to the number. Okay. All right. Okay, so okay, they're okay, down okay, from okay, a year okay, ago. Okay. So without going over. Okay. Okay. Who? What? Start. You go first. But who? What are we talking about? Who's yeah, the? Yeah. Pick a number. For who? Dollar Tree. Oh, Dollar Tree. Yeah. Because I have in my notes that they were down from X amount a year ago. They so were. So they were seventy six cents. Th- down from fifty nine. Fifty nine cents. Yeah. Wait, down that doesn't from. Even make sense. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. We already lost. So just go, <laughs> just go above seventy six cents oh. and you win. 
77 uh, cents. Yes, nice. A very smart I'll man who just won dollar you. That was a dollar fifteen. A dollar fifteen. Wow, that's way down. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why I was an English major. That's okay. Yeah. Anthony right, Smith, way to take me on me. and yeah. beat me. me. Wow. It's not an easy feat, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. He's very good for a man who uh he's like the slacker of earnings and he, <laughs> yeah. you know, he seems to do well though. Yeah. All right. Now I, we have a very special guest. It's Marianne Helmsley. And we are about to Marianne! Hey guys! Hey! How's it going? Time to drop hey. in on some knowledge, man. My goodness, Marianne, has he made, with that bumper, has he made webinars sound gnarly? I mean, gnarlier than I ever could have thought. Than you ever could have thought. I know, right? (laughs) You guys, so... Not everyone may know this, but if you've watched a webinar that they do, if you if you happen to cross over audiences, you might recognize <laughs> this room because we we tend to be like we're like fish swimming in mutualism, like like a whale with a fish or something eating it. Mutualism, yeah, uh, yeah, That's very yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, like a lichen <laughs> on a tree, you know. Yeah. Well, we always follow each other around, so we're usually in the same studios, yes. and we're and I tech your shows, and you come on, but we wanted yeah. to promote some of your webinars because you're really ratcheting up the volume and the cadence on which they're coming out. So just tell us a little bit about what FreightWaves does with webinars. Yeah, so FreightWaves webinars are essentially a great thought leadership opportunity to let you guys know what's going on in the industry, what are the big challenges and pain points that are taking place, yeah, and how can we address those? How can we shape our strategies to be successful moving forward? So that's the goal. Thought leadership, coming mm-hmm. up with interesting ideas and topics, like, like what are some, uh, you know, like kind of interesting stories that have come along the webinar series uh, that you've been covering? Yeah, one that I'm super excited about is one that's taking place uh, here in a couple weeks that is focusing on dash cams. Love them or hate them, there's a big debate (laughs) about that. Inside or or both? Both. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so we actually did a survey um, to find out, you know, what is the industry thinking about them? You know, what are drivers saying? How is that shaping the decision Spoiler alert, drivers to... hate them. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's not like, what are you thinking? It's like, yeah. what are you What are you thinking? Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's an opportunity to take something that can be very polarizing and assess what are the pros and cons, like, and what is the right decision for my business? What do you think the right decision is? I'm thinking, I mean, pain in the butt, but they kind of need them, right? We're not going to not do them. I mean, I at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of benefit to them. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe the decision is best left to each individual carrier, but at the same sure. time, I mean, they, you know, can they have the opportunity to reduce your liability because you have you have footage. A lot of times drivers are blamed for things that maybe they're not necessarily responsible for. Would so, you, true. here's a here's a thought. It's speculation, but like would you as a carrier Mm-hmm. Like try to be the cool carrier to the drivers and be like, hey, we don't, we don't, we don't do those. Yeah. Put a little spray paint over it. <laughs> you want to come over to us? Put we don't. Post it we over don't the monitor yeah. you at all. You know what? And all that extra drivers yeah. we get, we, we save. break a lot of laws. We may lose here. money with <laughs> our insurance rates. Yeah, but I that's know. why it won't happen because know. it's like anything. Once insurance gets involved and insurance mm-hmm. changes the rate pool. And they're like, we want monitors on cars. We want this, that, and the other thing. People are going to, well, they're going to look at the same. Someone who makes the decisions way upstairs is going to be like, not God, but yeah. like, you know, they're going to be like, <laughs> we're going to be the Wizard of things. Oz or yeah. something. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you did, a, you did an interesting one yesterday, or it might be interesting to some people. I mean, not everybody, but RPA, which, which is, yeah. uh, how did that go? 
Uh, it went great. Yeah. Um, there was some crazy, awesome engagement. Um, people, I think, are very curious about the technology yeah. and how it can benefit them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. You want to tell us what is the what for those who don't who may not yeah, know? Yeah, so robotic the, process automation oh, yeah. um, is is RPA. that redundant? Uh, robotic maybe. process automation. Yeah, no. like robotic and automation. Like, maybe. isn't it? Okay, yeah. a little. Bit. It's, it's a fun. Well, that's why they go RPA. That's why to, they just throw it to RPA, so right. you don't have to say all the. I'm syllables. sorry. I was exactly. an, I was a writer yeah. and an English major, so yeah. I think about these things. <laughs> Your laborious dialogue. <laughs> no, but I try I to make it concise and clear. So anyway, okay. All right, so, so how do people? Cool. Yeah, and how do yeah. people sign up for these webinars? When? When? When's the next one coming out? Yeah, and, we've got yeah. probably a couple on average every week. So you're welcome to go to freightwaves.com/resources, find the the webinar uh, calendar that's that lives within that area of the site, and yeah. you can see everything that we've got upcoming. Um, find what find out what interests you and. Sign up and join us. You have guests too, right? You sometimes have guest hosts on there. We do. We do. We partner with a lot of different companies that have expertise in different areas um, to make sure that we're giving our audience, you know, the latest and greatest in terms of what they need to be thinking about. And do you do you use lots of visual aids for those who might have ADD and stuff? (laughs) There is some visual aids. Okay, good. Remember that. Have you tried doing three D yet? I get a headache oh, from no. 3D. But we're always playing four-dimensional chess yes. here at Freightway. So if someone wants <laughs> to join in a webinar, they, they're they interested in sponsoring, hosting, all that kind of stuff, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, yeah. reach out to mhensley at freightwaves.com. Um, I'll set you up. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great to have you yeah. on. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. It's your inaugural appearance, is it? It is. It, it is, is your inaugural? I thought you Although had it was briefly in a smash reel before we had to refilm that thing. It, <laughs> oh, it, it that's it. Smash, right? That's it. Cheers All right, standing. so this is the official. Glad I got to make my reappearance. <laughs> yes. 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 Great and to have you on. Shredding the gnar. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thank you guys. very much. Thanks wow, for coming that down. That was so good. She's going to have to be on again. Yeah, of course. No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, I mean, webinars are one of those things that, like, you can gloss over or you can go really uh really deep with yeah yeah i mean if like but, if but i'm she, wanting a learning opportunity but she left the door open oh, that's i think okay. that, that's okay she lose her invitation look at morgan no, here they're gonna get there's people who work over there they're gonna get mad yeah. when i start smashing the hell out of this thank thing you morgan through the end so i was happy okay. to hear from her but you know what i'd like to hear from yes the audience all of our readers There we go. Our, our final guest. This will represent you, the <laughs> listener. You uh, eyeballing me. Uh, from this is these comments are from the article "U.S. to Leave Global Postal Union" that we talked about yeah. just a couple of days ago. Okay, here we go. Please, oh please, do away with subsidizing China shipping. This has decimated my small U.S.-based eBay Amazon mm-hmm. business. Been doing this since 2006, and my business has dropped to 20% of what it was five years ago. All because the Chinese can't send it to the U.S. for less than I can send it to California. You know what? I mean, okay. Well, no, there's some. So, what happened on Amazon? I don't know if you've noticed this, but you have to be very careful about what you order. And if something doesn't have a Prime logo, oh, beware. Yes. And I always oh, remind I my wife noticed. of this because sometimes she'll order something and she'll be like, where is it? Yeah. And I'm like, did it have a Prime logo? And then I'll look at the shipping oh, and it's like sure 25 days away. Yeah, Because it's literally yeah. being sent from China. Yeah. It might be third party. Oh, know? yeah. And that could be a bad word. Yes, and, and not just because there's plenty of third parties that do fulfill via Prime. Yeah. But you've got to be extra cautious about the ones who aren't. 
All right. Woo. This is... Say it. Am I pronouncing this one? Heike? Hike? Hike. Hike. All right. More destructive of global markets as Trump's stupid America First agenda continues its destructive path across the world. Developing nations depend on access to the vast U.S. markets to pull themselves out of poverty. Okay. The same poverty the U.S. caused them in the first place. Withdrawing from an international organization like the yeah. ITU should expose America to U.N. sanctions just like any other rogue state the administration positions as listed above are nothing more than lies. Okay, I can appreciate the general sentiment of that huh. comment, but it does completely ignore the fact that one yeah. of the nations that it was constructed for is China, which is the world's second largest economy, and that was written in the article itself. And Kai's point, too, where she lost 80% of her business. Yeah, right there. Rogue hey, sellers. Wow. Uh, from, this is from the article, The Four... Higher trucking market does not have a driver shortage. Not the least bit controversial. <laughs> no. Adam, the father of all mankind, says, I will soon be a 47-year-old CDL licensed driver on the road. I drove single axle box trucks for 15 years, and I've seen nothing good and bad commercial drivers, mainly in dump trucks in my area, that drive like they're late for the fresh donuts at the donut shop, but I've seen hundreds of four-wheelers, mostly on the damn phone, cut big rigs off, and it's only a miracle they haven't gotten run over. I've lived down the street from ES3, I think is what it says, in New York, and I see big, tight drivers (laughs) all the time pull out in front of people just because they can. We all need to slow down and get where we're going safely. That was a terrible read, but I can't blame you because the punctuation here really went to hell about halfway through, didn't it? I did the best I could. <laughs> you really did. Thanks. Um, Sam's- no, it, it made some good points. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure. I got so lost in like I'm, the plot on what he was saying. I drive safely, man. Yes, drive safe. Sam, he says, he completely agrees. Get aggressive CMV operators off the roads. Get substance abusing CMV operators off the roads. More work and better wages, driver profits, companies for those who view it and treat it yeah. as a responsible profession. Great argument, as Captain Kirk would say. Make it so. Ooh, we have, we have a Captain Kirk here Kirk on site. Purcell. Kirk Purcell. Um, Chad Rightload. You're Chad. Dot com says. You're oh. Chad. <laughs> Chad is you. Oh, I'm reading these. Yes. Oh, yeah. Chad Rightload. No, it's just uh, Rightload.com yes. says. Wow, finally, someone makes the correct point. Kudos to you, Craig, for this article. It's about time those in the industry receive the real perspective on this absolute false narrative of a driver shortage. It's not a driver shortage. It's a money shortage. Interesting stuff. So, uh, and here's anonymous. This person didn't want to say where they're How from. How was my read there? Was That, that was much better. Thanks. That was much better. Thanks. Um, it's great to see an organization focus on reporting unbiased information. For too many years, the American Trucking Association has been spent has been spreading this as gospel because their members can't hire drivers. Maybe, just maybe, good drivers don't want to work for their member companies. Maybe they will always have a shortage of drivers wanting Ooh. to run their routes, haul their freight, or accept their pay. It's a shortage of drivers that want to work for you, not a shortage of drivers. Well, that was very measured as well. Some it kind of, of was. No yeah, caps locks I, either. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from... Chad Rick Schneider. Just kidding. Just Rick Schneider. Uh, 18 wheelers have 100 lug nuts, he writes. A driver is worth about the cost of one lug nut. Go to welding school. Ow, discouraging. I think this was a haiku. 18 wheelers have 
100 no there's six no it would I it was very it, close though. it might have been a sequence of a dri- like four a driver is worth <laughs> about wheelers the, no, have one much. no it's, yeah, it's i don't much. think it's, it's five seven five right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 all right what about brett brett's gonna take us out so he says not now since trump put taxes on internet sales trucking fell off 46 o slash o october Wait, I, think it, I think it's not now like that like now, like he's really exasperated. Don't stop me. <laughs> Not, now. Not now. Not oh, now, Chad. That's good. I like that. Not that's now. Good. Since Trump attacks no. on internet sales, trucking fell off 46 0 over O October 28th. What was that? Over under? Um, over operating? October 20th. ELD year mandate. Over year? ELD mandate. E log thin. 36 0 of the old truckers, though. That was our seasoned profession drivers no longer driving. Had just filled those spots with rookies when Trump delivered the five finger death punch to the industry. Whoa. See above. They need to thin it as robot drivers are here now. The future. No hair test needed. I've given my hair for six years now. Weed is not illegal. I smoked some failed. He did? Shocking. Not their business what I do when I wasn't applying for their job over 90 days ago. I got nothing to do with the addiction. A.W., what is this government telling me what I can't do with my own body? Yes, I inhaled. Doesn't mean I'm still high five months later. Wow. He's fired up. The reason, by the way, for yeah. the yelling was that literally it he went all to all caps. Yes, it, it just it, right. Yes. We tried to read it as the as we tried as to the, stay as close. Just FYI, just to our as listeners. Purer to what the, yeah. the, the readers yeah. write on he, here. He certainly had a rant. Yeah, Let's so put it that way. I guess what he's saying though, right? Yeah. So the counterpoint to hair follicle testing is that drugs like maybe something like marijuana might stay in your hair or your system much longer than other illicit drugs like alcohol, perhaps, or, I don't know, uh, methamphetamine or uh, cocaine or yeah, heroin or any almost any, right? Because it's yeah. fat-soluble. It can stay in yeah, your body any, for quite anything. some time. Pretty yeah. much name it. Yep. So. What do you think? I mean, I, I could get fired up about that as well. Um, I think it has been a great Friday. It is I great to have you here. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Man, like, what is going on? It's obviously been a hot week. Yeah. How's your thinking towards the weekend? What you got going on, Dooner? Oh, my parents are in town. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm second well, generation great. in this business. My dad, uh, yeah. he works for Aeronic Insurance, doing marine cargo insurance. So, uh, Are you going to show him around? I am, I am. And maybe Saturday, bring him by the studio, show him what I what I do Ooh. for a living. I think we're going to go to Community Pie tonight and, and have some nice pizza. Nice I was place. turned on to them when they catered our Freightways Global Meetup. Yeah, okay. So, well, that sounds great. How long are they in town? They are in town until uh, Monday or Tuesday. Okay, so it's got to be a big... A big weekend. Yeah. We're gonna go see the uh, the Moon River Fest. Who's playing at that? Is Tool playing at that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, my waiter is... at the Big River Grill last night told me like he was going to Boston to see Tool. Like, oh, yeah, this okay. is like I mean the headliners like a a Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. You know they've got uh, lots of you don't know him. He's I really good. Lots of bands, like a lot of cool bands. It's uh it's quite the the show. Um, like something. Carlisle, like I, uh, Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, she's a big headliner. Belinda Carlisle. No, it's Brandy. Oh. No, you're, I think you're still in the '80s there. Just like two, saying like Brandy. Saint Paul and the Broken yep. Bones, Moon Tags, all kinds of good stuff. Wood Brothers, can't wait for them. We're gonna see them. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah. And uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you there. Give us a shout out. I'm at Chad Prevost. I'm at Timothy Tuner on Twitter. Sorry, yeah, cowboy hat. I didn't find mean to us. just smack that thing with my with my cowbell beater. Be gentle. I didn't mean to do Have it. Have you given man. your hat a name yet? Uh, you know, you have to do that, right? 
No, I, I haven't. That's that's all right. That's my thing. next project. I'll okay. work on that over the weekend. Uh, what's going on? Oh, Freightways Insiders just came out. I had a great episode with Mike Roth. We were talking great. about greener trucks, his drive to ten plus miles a gallon for trucks, getting millennials in the cabs, and the, yeah. the secret sauce for doing that. All that stuff. That's at freightways.com slash podcast. This weekend on Freightways Radio, I'll be hosting with John Kingston. We have plenty of great, amazing guests talking on there. And I believe uh, we're finally running an interview with Tom McLeod, too, from um, the uh, McLeod Conference. Always a great interview, Tom McLeod. He's always up to a whole bunch of things. Also, uh, check out Off the Supply Chain, our second appearance. It's literally just dropped like uh, an hour and 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's out there right now. Share the love. Let us know how we're doing. And we will try to do better next time. And it's, yeah, and it's Off the Supply Chain. So it's like the episodes, they drop. It's like Off. When yeah. I drop records, drop the fell. mic. We gotta turn. We are dropping the mic. All right, all right. A little dedication. Luke Cabell for the weekend. Luke Cabell for coming up with a name for Cowboy Hat. Little Cabell for Rachel Bremack, who I think might be on Insiders next week. Ooh, I'm Rachel Bremack, Insider. Here's a little clap because you've been listening to One the Truck. <laughs> For the working man, you got a dedication. A little factory life. This is this is to you, Elia. Elia, Elia, and uh, my kids are dressed like Transformers. <laughs> See you next week.